Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now last week we read in our gospel, we didn't talk too much about it, but we read that Jesus took his disciples to a desolate place for some time alone with him. But they were not alone. For 5,000 men, not including women and children, followed Jesus and the disciples to this desolate place where he would teach them. Now at some point during that long teaching, the disciples stopped listening to Jesus and they began to look around at their situation. They saw the crowd and they noted, hey, we're in a desolate place. And they knew that before long, everyone was going to need something to eat. They had to do something because obviously Jesus was lost in his teaching and he wasn't paying attention to what was going on, according to the disciples. The scripture reads, And when it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the hour is now late. Send the crowd away to go into the surrounding countryside and villages so they can buy themselves something to eat. You can almost see them trying to be inconspicuous as Jesus is teaching. It's like they're trying to whisper, they're out in the the crowd and they're like... You see what time it is? (laughs) Sometimes I get that. (laughs) They tried to whisper to him. They tried to alert to him what he obviously, in their minds, was unaware of. Well, Jesus did not look at his watch when the disciples notified him. Jesus did not say, oh man, I lost track of time. I hope the people will be okay and that they can get to the towns for food and shelter before it's too late. No. Jesus knew exactly what he was doing. And he told his disciples, you give them something to eat. And before too long, those disciples who were worried found themselves passing out five loaves and two fish from Jesus' hands to 5,000 men, not including women and children. The Bible reads that they all ate and they were satisfied. There, in that desolate place, there was more than enough for the disciples and the entire crowd Why? Because Jesus was with them. Are there desolate places that you find yourselves in? Do you look at your surroundings and the needs of those around you and then let worry set in? Do you see the needs in your life and forget that Jesus has led you to this place. 
Do you see the needs and forget that Jesus is still teaching you? Even in the desolate places that you find yourselves in, we are not much different than the disciples. We want Jesus to lead us to places of plenty. None of us want to worry about where we will get our next meal. Even on a less dramatic note, none of us want to be in a place where we can't provide solutions to the problems that we find in our lives. If we see an obstacle or a struggle, we want to find our own way out. We may talk to Jesus in our troubles, but we usually talk to him as the disciples did. We approach him as if he were unaware of our situation. We approach him asking him, Lord, you may not be aware of this, or Lord, don't you realize that I'm in this desolate place right now? I think you should make this or that provision to get us all out of this situation. We often try and tell Jesus how to best handle the desolate places that we find ourselves in. But we must remember, it was Jesus who led the disciples to this place of need. And he was also the one who provided for them in that same place. Whatever our struggles are, Jesus not only knows them, he is there, and he not only provides a solution, he is the solution. Now after the people ate from Jesus' hand, there could have been much reason to celebrate. But immediately, he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he went and dismissed the crowd. Jesus does not give the disciples any time to celebrate. Instead, he has them go on ahead, alone. He, in turn, goes up to the mountain to pray by himself. And we read, when evening came, the boat was out on the sea, and he, Jesus, was alone on the land. And he saw that they were making headway painfully, for the wind was against them. Do you see where Jesus sent the disciples? He had just shown them satisfaction in a desolate place only to send them right back in to another difficult situation. He sent them into troubled waters where the progress that they made would be painful. You would think that Jesus was punishing them, sending them out all on their own. But let's read on. It said that the boat was on the sea and Jesus was alone on the land and he saw them. 
all appearances would lead the disciples to believe that they were in this struggle on their own. In fact, they were struggling from the beginning of evening until 3 or 6, 3 to 6 a.m., the fourth watch or the third watch of the night. They were tired. They were worn out and they were wondering this. Why in the world would he send us out here? What is the point of this? He knows nothing about sailing. He should have listened to us and waited till morning. Have you ever felt like the hard work that you were doing was just a complete waste of time? I think that sometimes. Have you ever been in a situation where any progress that you made, if any, was extremely painful? And have you ever felt like you were completely alone in the world while God was off doing his own thing? That was the, that was the situation that the disciples found themselves in. But even though they thought they were alone, they were not. God saw them. He saw their painful progress. Jesus knew their every struggle. And he knows your struggles as well. And in the disciples' struggles, he did not leave them. We read, he came to them walking on the sea and he meant to pass by them. Wait. Let's stop right there. Pass by them. This could sound very rude. Oh, they're struggling. I'll just leave them alone and pass by. I make a lot better progress on my own. No. If we look at the rest of Scripture to understand this Scripture... When it says that God passed by, God passed by people like Moses and Elijah in the Old Testament, not to avoid them, but to reveal this, God was with them. This passing by is not like trying to avoid somebody, it is a divine revelation And that is what Jesus was doing for his disciples. This was an epiphany. He was showing them that they were not alone in their struggle. And this is proved. It is proved that the disciples were receiving a divine revelation. For when they saw Jesus, they thought that they were seeing a ghost. And they cried out in fear. For they all saw him. Jesus was not hiding For they all saw him and they were terrified. What they were seeing was more than just a man. This was God. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Jesus was with them in their struggle. Their pain. 
They thought they were alone. But in their trial, God came to them. What pain is in your life? What struggles have made you feel as though you are standing still? And do you sometimes feel as if God has abandoned you and left you here all alone in your trial? In the cross of Jesus, we see a divine revelation. We see Jesus. When we see Jesus on that cross, we see a God who has come to the heart of our struggle, who has borne our sorrows, who is with us in our pain. And he says to you, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. And then he gets into the boat of our struggles. And he makes the winds to cease. He brings us peace in our desolate places and calm in the midst of our struggle. Even when we feel most alone, we are reassured through his word and his sacrament. He says, take, eat, take, drink. This is me. I'm not only for you, I am with you. And I will never leave you, nor forsake you. In Jesus, God is with us. And now let the and now may the peace that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.